Thank you for downloading the third episode of Channel Massive. Tonight we've got several cool things to talk about. First of all, the second part of Jason's massively undercover on Lord of the Rings Online. Huh? He's been playing Lord of the Rings Online pretty religiously lately, and he's huh? got even more stuff to tell us about it and why he thinks that it's more fun than World of Warcraft at the moment. Mark and huh. I haven't ventured over to there, but Jason's pretty hardcore about it. That's where he's staying for now. How's the PvP? Oh, I'll get into that. I, I didn't say it was all a bed of roses. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some thorns there. In our roundtable, we're going to be talking about Flesh for Fantasy. Flesh for Fantasy. <laughs> it's something that I'm sure you've read and talked about it, but it was just far too irresistible for us to avoid talking about on our show. The woman who's blazed a trail into selling herself for high-end items and Warcraft. Who of us will be next to go down that trail? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Jason. <laughs> yeah. And after that, Mark's got a few things. He's got patches and updates across some Blizzard games. And we also have a mod that he's going to tell us about that makes the game a lot easier to use. And we'll be concluding with his rant on the beauty of online game quests such as kill 10 rats and get 200 of these and fetch me a broomstick it doesn't get any better than this yeah well you know i i, I was at first excited about taking heads as a member but then that's <laughs> all i end up doing it's like i'm on some perverse halloween game it's all about jack-o'-lanterns and heads that's all i do but first let's get into massively undercover okay Hi, this is Jason from the IGL Studios in Denver, Colorado, presenting Massively Undercover. Um, I am still involved in uh, exploring the world of Lord of the Rings Online as Smush Skullcrusher. Currently now level 22 Guardian, Dwarf Guardian. Um, so, I haven't progressed as much as, you know, I normally would in these games. If I, if I had been playing, you know, hardcore like I used to, I'd probably be like in my 40s to possibly even 50 by now, but time and time and exploration don't allow me to do such things. So I'll I'll go into a few uh, few of the other aspects of the game that I didn't quite get into uh, in the last episode. Um, are there any qu other questions? Are there are there some questions you guys have for me? I mean, you guys have to want to know something. I mean, I know you're all addicted to World of Warcraft and everything, but I mean, there has to be something that you're possibly wanting to know about this game. No. <laughs> Just joking. Well, thank you, Mark. <laughs> Next segment. <laughs> oh. Uh, I thought that was going to go on forever. <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of curious about, um, like, the... Uh, the instances and what they've done to right. uh, to make that experience, you know, kind of competitive with like your EverQuests or your World. Well, of I, I will I will tell you about my first uh, instance experience. Then um, okay, it was uh, probably one of the first major ones a player will encounter um, in his lifespan. It's called the Great Barrows. Um, that's located in the um, Breeland region, um, full of undead. Uh, spiders, they're all elite level, just like uh, 
just like a World of Warcraft instance. They're all elite okay. level stuff. Uh, ranging from, you know, we're talking like, basically it's an instance that kind of requires you to be like level 22 plus, I would say. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't even bother going into it. Um, it. I had a not so pleasant experience um, with the instance that I was in. I mean, the instance itself was fun. I mean, it was huge. You know, it was kind of challenging at times, but the party I was with, well... Pickup group? Kind of sucked. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a pickup group, you know. I mean, it's... Yeah, it, you're trying to get some quests done. Of course, you have quests that you know that you have to get done that are inside the Great Barrows. Um, but we walked in there with the captain that was a little bit higher level than I was. I was, I think, I was like level 21, 22 at the time when I actually finally decided to go ahead and start doing them. And we had like a champion and a hunter, a hunter who insisted on. On pulling everything and drawing all the aggro to, to herself. Sweet. <laughs> um, and of course, I'm the tank, so I'm trying to draw the aggro off of her, and it's not working the way, you know, you would want it to. Um, and also a level 18 minstrel, who the minstrels are basically like the almost healer. like the primary healers of the groups. And let's just say that this minstrel was not doing his job as a healer. Needless to say, he wasn't healing the tank, which was me. <laughs> was so, he healing the hunter? No, I mean, he he wasn't good at healing anybody. I mean, he was really slow on the trigger most times. I mean, there would be, uh, you know, uh, there, when they finally decided, okay, it would be a good idea to let the tank actually tank and, and take the initial brunt of the damage, you know, the that's when the minstrel decided that the tank needed to really just not need any healing at all. <laughs> that's a great so needless to say, <laughs> I died so many times in this instance and every time you die, you incur, you don't incur like an XP penalty or anything like that. You incur a, a small statistical penalty uh, to your morale, uh, which is really insignificant. The big penalty, however, comes in, in item wear. Oh. Um, item durability. You start taking hits to that. Everything that you're wearing when you die takes damage and, well... After dying multiple times, I, I lost count after about five or six. <laughs> Finally, we all decided, and then it got to the point where, like, the little damage meters on my armor started lighting up and said, your uh, armor is damaged. And I'm like, oh, great. So we all decided to call it quits, call it a wash, and sure enough, I go to repair my items, and I have incurred a 150 silver... Um, repair bill, <laughs> and that is pretty freaking goddamn high. I mean, I I was not really happy yeah, with having to pay worry. 150 silver in repair damages just to repair all my stuff. And the sick thing is, is that I have I have some pretty decent gear because I cr I've I, I've kind of gone crazy with the whole crafting thing, and I always like craft to like my mastery in each oh, chair. That's cool. So I'm always wearing all these purples that I've crafted, and I've spent like lots of time, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, just mastering these tiers in order to be able to do this. And you know, it's but it's that 150 silver repair bill. I know it doesn't seem much. Like if you were to compare repair bills to World of Warcraft, to what I went through here, 
it would financially break wow. most players. I mean, it really would. I mean, it's uh, 150 silver in Lord of the Rings Online is a nice little chunk of change to have. That's unfortunate. That's that's, that's the thing that sucks about pickup groups. With yeah. The, when you're a tank and you, they, you know, they do the stupid stuff and usually live. It's true, and you know, and the, the whole the funny thing was the whole time the guy was trying to provide advice on how to play my tank. The and I'm like, dude, no, the minstrel oh, who the wasn't minstrel. healing anybody. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, dude, you're uh, you're not doing your job. If you were doing your job, you know, we wouldn't be wiping all this time. Yeah, it just it just got kind of ridiculous after a while. Well, on the upside, did you guys get to do any of your party combo attacks? Yes, we did. We did. Oh, that's cool. We we've got a lot of those party attacks down. Um, basically, it kind of. You know, you can all go green, which is kind of like a healing kind of thing, which boosts everybody's morale a little bit. You know, or you can do a combo of things. It kind of depends. You know, if you, you know, if you're in a good group, you'll kind of establish what's going on. So you're saying, okay, like if we notice that, and and what we try to do is you try to assign. It's normally the party leader to say to start it out. So they will click. They will click on that that icon first when it comes up so if you're in need of some hardcore damage you pick red mm -hmm. and then everybody picks red for might it's like a might kind of thing and it actually it's like this huge thing comes out of the sky and boom slams down extra damage on this on whatever mob you happen to be fighting at the time it's kind of gauntletish. yeah and you know and if you, if you notice that if you know if, if like say the healer needs like power really yeah. bad well, you want everybody to go with your with your power option, so you have everybody click the the blue button, which will allow you to get power, and that'll boost everybody's power. Oh, that's cool. So you know the, you have those kind of combo opportunities, um, and th those are always nice to have. Um, there, this game is not without its warts, you know, and I think we mentioned I mentioned some of that in the intro. Uh, the PvP, for instance, I really think Turbine should have either left it out of the game entirely initially, or they should have rethought how they did it, because there really is no point to PvP until you get into your high 40s, or into your, actually, when you max out at 50. Um, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just pointless. I mean, you could, you, you could pick, when you go into monster play, um, you know, yeah, it's all well and good, you're a monster, you're a level 50 monster, who spends, you know, you can spend your destiny points on your powers as opposed to, you know, paying gold for sure. powers and stuff. Um, you could play like a, you could actually play like a spider thing, or you could play like a, you know, some kind of warg. Oh, that's cool. Uh, which is kind of cool. Um, you can also play like a, kind of like a orc archer thing, or just like an arch, you know, a, a, like a, I don't know, I guess you'd just call it like a, any kind of grunt, oh, kind yeah. of orc kind of thing. Um, you know, and you start out as level 50 when you start out in monster play, and you go around, and there's quests to do, just like, you know, which is kind of cool. And, you know, you go around, you could do quests to give yourself more destiny points so you could buy new things. And you, you can also pick up items and sell it for, you know, silver, hmm. you know, just like the other side. The only problem is, is that when you go into monster play, you want to encounter some dwarves or some hobbits to kill right away. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to do that. Well, there aren't any level 50 hobbits or dwarves or yeah. whatever to face you. 
when you first come out. There, there's no. I, I really think they would have been better served, like maybe tearing it, like yeah, World of Warcraft, yeah. like doing like a battlegrounds kind of thing. Where totally. if I was a level ten dwarf and I wanted to participate in battlegrounds, I could choose to play a level ten um, orc mm-hmm. if I wanted to. You know, and kind of play around with that for a while. But I could also just take my level ten dwarf into into that zone, yeah. and play around with with level ten variations of all the all the creatures that happen to be in that zone or whatever. I just I just do not like how they they got this thing set up. I mean, it's just really just not it's not conductive to you know a fun 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 PvP environment. Yeah, I mean, I, in World of Warcraft, you could step into PvP practically right away. That's the thing, I think, you know, in, uh, in the game, you know, they they put so much emphasis on the good PvE. I wish they'd have just kind of stuck with that. Yeah, I, I kind of wish they would have either left it out entirely, like I said, or, or they would have just, re- they should have just rethought it a little bit more. Yeah, you know, like maybe a later expansion or something. Because right now, there's really, you know, if you're, you know, if you're playing a dwarf, you know, if you're playing on the on the good side of things, there's really no point in playing yeah. PvP until you get into your high levels, because you really just you can't really go into that zone unless you're a really high level. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. So, it's more, PvP is more of an end game thing. Um, I really didn't want to spend much time with doing the whole monster play thing because of that. It just seemed pointless to me. I wasn't running into anybody except other monsters, of course. And, uh, you know, they really just should have... I really think they really should have thought about that a little bit more. Yeah, it's too bad. When they did it. With the monster monster play, if you die as a monster, can you be reborn as the same monster and keep... Oh, yeah, I mean, it's not like death is permanent or anything like that. So it's It's like a regular character. Yeah, you know, you're just a regular character, I think. And, you know, you just... You know, I never died, you know. So, I mean, it's not like... And I really just didn't invest a whole lot of time messing around with it. A- after I kind of realized what was going on, I was like, you know, and it is buggy. Um, you know, I was trying to spend destiny points on some things, and I had plenty of destiny points to play with, and it wasn't letting me spend any on it. Oh, I kept getting weird. like an error message. So I mean, I think parts of it are still really buggy and unpolished yeah. on that side of it. <clears throat> and like I said, I just I really think they should have. They should have developed it more before they released it. Um, some other things that are kind of troublesome about the game is, is the t- money sinks and the time sinks. Uh, you know, crafting is pretty darn expensive to do. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm addicted to it, unfortunately. I really like the crafting system. <laughs> and I spend a lot of time and money uh, trying to craft things and... And I also, but the the other part of the problem is, like, if you want to, you know, do fast travel throughout the world, you know, I mean, if you want to buy a quick mount to go from point A to point B, it could cost you, you know, 10 silver to do so. And 10 silver, you know, even, you know, at around those levels are, are is still a nice significant chunk of change to people. Um, also, that, like I said, that repair bill that I had was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean... You know, the only thing that saved me, I, ha- I had money to mess around with because I had been crafting so much and I had been doing quite well selling some of that stuff at the auction house. Um, but, you know, for some, if somebody, you know, who doesn't, you know, make a lot of money that way, you know, and they're, they're, you know, they're still not doing very well financially, 
um, that's going to hurt them yeah. really bad. I mean, it's it's actually it could be potentially game breaking to somebody to have a hundred and fifty silver repair bill at that point in time. It, it is kind of ridiculous. Um, but some of the good things that did happen to me was uh, I, I actually got recruited into a kin kinship. Oh, that's cool. I actually started talking to some people while I was in the Shire of all places. I was I was level twenty, still hanging around in the Shire <laughs> because I'm so addicted to the trait system. I was trying to collect them all, so I'm like, well, you know, level twenty. I'm gonna spend a few. I spent a few days in the Shire doing nothing but. I did all these low level quests in the Shire, and I killed all the low level mobs. I wasn't getting any experience for them, but um, you know, I was still getting the the money, you know, off of their drops and stuff, and I was you know, picking up their the traits that you get for killing certain mobs. Oh, that's cool. You do a certain amount of quests. The the fun quests in the Shire are the, the really fun ones are and some people will disagree, but I really kinda like the pie running quests where you have to like run there's like this one <laughs> hobbit where she has like these bad stale pies <laughs> and and you have to go collect them all from like different cities. But you have to avoid hungry hobbits. <laughs> who want to eat those pies. If they see you running around with a pie, then then they grab your pie or something like that, and you have to start all over again, oh, really? carrying the pie <laughs> from point A to point B. And so it, it, those are kind of fun. They're kind of annoying at times, but they're kind of fun. They have, and it's you get... It's kind of Yeah, you know, it's just kind of, you have to, like, go... You have to, like, sneak around. You know, sometimes, like, the hot... There's, like, this one where this hop, this hungry hobbit camps this bridge and you have to go across this bridge in order to get this pie <laughs> to where it needs to go and you can't do it because you know, the, the, the hungry hobbit's sitting there waiting for you that's really you funny. know and it's the same there's a there's another kind of quest that are sim similar to that in the shire like where you have to run mail across uh, the zone so you have to go from like the different little villages in the mm -hmm. shire you have to like take a you know a package from you know one city yeah. to the other and they're nosy hobbits who will stop <laughs> you from from completing those little quests. But you, at the end, when you get when you finish all those, you end up getting a trait for doing all that. Oh, that's cool. And I actually managed to finish every single trait uh, thing in that zone. And what are the wow. traits again? Well, they what all they vary, you know. Like, and it's kind of cool because they they'll go with kind of what you do. So those those pie running quests and the. Yeah postage quests, th those are like patience and discipline, you know, th those kind of things. They're all based on real life kind of virtues, but those virtues will, you know, they also provide stat bonuses, so you'll have like, it'll add like maybe something to your might, you know, which is like a, you know, strength bonus. Um, you'll also have like a power regeneration bonus while you're not in combat, so it'll help you regenerate your power while you're, while you're in a rested state and not in a combat mm -hmm. state things like that so it's really beneficial to try to get those virtues pumped up as much yeah. as possible because you know you can slot those then you know to enhance your abilities yeah that'll set you apart from the other people at the same level well yeah i mean you want to be able to you know plus it's just it's cool because you'd be also you also get like a little title trait that you can put above your head that everybody can yeah. see like i completed this one quest series in the shire which gave me the title shire brewmaster <laughs> the Shire Brewmaster, which I thought that's was kind right. of a cool one. And there's this other one that's really just time-consuming and annoying, but you have to cl you have to kill slugs in this marsh. And after so many kills, and it's like quite a few kills, and there's not a lot of slugs to kill, <laughs> but you get like this title called Slug Squasher. 
<laughs> I just thought that was like the funniest little title to have. So I, so since my name's Smush Skull Crusher, I I did it just because I wanted the title, so I could name myself Smush Skull Crusher Slug Squasher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was it's stupid, but that's funny. I thought it was kind of fun. Anyway, so I was able to do a lot of that. Um, like I said, the crafting thing has me has me in its grips, and it's really. I really like the system uh, that they have in place. Uh, you know, I'm just going to continue plugging away. I, I've I've entered in some of the higher level zones uh, now. Um, that's kind of designed for you know your 20s. Yeah. Um, and and those are proving to be you know more interesting and challenging. There's like this beautiful zone, part of this zone. Um, where you look, it's like this deteriorated like castle ruin thing that you mm. kind of see off in the distance. It's just really cool looking. I haven't wow. been up there yet, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, and then, it, you know, that's really that's really all I have to report so far oh, so far good. this week on the game. You know, like yeah. I said, this game, I still love it, love it to death. I won't be going back to World of Warcraft to join you guys, but. Um, you know, it's it's not without its warts. It definitely has sure. its warts. Um, you know, I, I wish that they would have spent a lot more time thinking about their PvP system and how they were going to do that. And I really think, you know, as far as the the money sinks, the money sinks especially are just you know, it's it's it could potentially be a game breaker for somebody who's you know they may not be familiar with how games like this work and you know and if you run into this situation where you have to spend this much money on a damn repair bill after running an instance like Our that failed instance run it's i mean good. it's it's really gonna leave a dirty taste in somebody's mouth i think and it's, yeah. it just it wasn't fun it wasn't fun at all all right all right i think that'll Thank do you very it. much Chase. all right welcome back to channel massive uh, today's roundtable discussion is a uh, <laughs> very interesting one. <laughs> um, as uh, many of you players may well know, or if you don't know, uh, not too long ago there was uh, some uh, chick who decided, hey, I need an epic mount um, for my uh, druid, and uh, well, instead of uh, earning the 5,000 gold the old-fashioned way, um, I'm going to sell my body for six in order to get the uh, 5,000 gold. Um, <laughs> this has been all over the internet. Uh, it's a fairly interesting story. Um, you know, if you just typed in, like, went into Google and typed in, like, mount me for an epic mount, something like that, you'd find numerous websites with uh, links about this story already. I guess our roundtable discussion um, revolving around this is basically... Um, would you sell your body for gold? And, and if so, uh, how much gold would it take? Uh, no. <laughs> why would you even do it? I mean, I mean seriously. I mean, there's there's like issues. Like, okay. I mean, you want to. You could. I mean, there, we've talked about spending money for for real life money for gold. You know, for game gold. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about selling your body. Selling your body. Where do you draw the line? Do you draw the line at selling your body, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, actually. Uh, yes, I think I do. So does this make this girl a slut, or does it make her just an ingenious uh, player? Entrepreneur. Who, yeah, I mean, 
Well, I'm guessing since she's not I, adverse to the idea of group sex. <laughs> also into role playing. Been around quote, the block unquote. a few times and <laughs> probably doesn't uh, doesn't have a particular value associated with her body or yeah, sex. Yeah, I, I, I love the part uh, where she says, "I'm also not adverse to the idea of group slash anal." Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think she's adverse to a lot. And she'd also she's prefer somebody. She'd also prefer somebody who is into role playing. Yes, yes. I wonder if she did like the night elf, the night elf dance for him before she had sex with him. <laughs> well, I'm looking at her picture, and she's no night elf. <laughs> um, She's not even a good-looking human. No, she's got this jaw, like, yeah, manly. I don't know. Uh, you know, I guess if I was the dork who, who who played the game for two years and had the extra 5,000 gold, you know, I guess you're not you're not necessarily worried about looks now, are you? <laughs> you're just you're just gonna pony up the five. You're just gonna pony up the five k and just. Uh, yeah, you know. You can always cover your eyes, I guess, if it's you want to. It's very possible that <laughs> he hadn't uh, partaken of sex in a while well, while amassing that fortune. and It could well be yeah, that trust she you, was... If I, if I had 5,000 gold, I probably would not have time for much else. Yeah. I'm just wondering if anyone was injured during this. <laughs> I mean, with that much pent-up uh, angst and, you know... That much gold flying around. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, what are your thoughts on uh, selling selling your body, selling your soul for in-game items? I mean, seriously, I mean, she could have ran into somebody who had, like, yeah. God knows what as far as sexual disease. It's like yeah. that Pantera I mean, song. She could have been a burn victim, <laughs> an, an amputee. amputee, but goddamn. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It, I just wonder where how she ended up coming to this solution. If she'd actually tried a whole bunch of other things or tried to make friends or, or tried to look up strategies online or gotten tips. And she's like, man, there's nothing else I can do. Maybe I'll try this. It might be kind of fun. <laughs> or maybe she was just sitting there. I, I don't know, kind of going off the, the language that she uses here. She's just sitting there like, hey, maybe I can try that. I, I bet I could get gold that way. Let's give it a shot. I don't think she was desperate or anything. Yeah. She could have put the time into it to do it. And, you know, hey, she's creative. I think it's kind of risky. And kind yeah, of I think sad. it's a little bit risky and a little bit sad as well. But, you know, she seems to be pretty happy with the results. She's a, yeah, she's almost kind of arrogant. About it, kind of proud, which just uh, <laughs> makes it actually pretty. Funny. I just, I love her. I love her reply too. It's like oh, she yeah. was all happy and everything, and the guy was gonna get double his, double his value for his gold and stuff. And if, and if I find <laughs> any of you in game, I will be killing you two hundred and eighty percent faster. Yeah, she's a min maxer with her epic mount. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I bet it. she's a min maxer. <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just the idea of associating sex with World of Warcraft isn't too unusual to me because I know that people have met online, they've had relationships start oh, and sure. end over World of Warcraft, and there's people that have done cyber relationships over World of Warcraft, and this is just another manifestation of that. 
crude manifestation of that. <laughs> With costumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if they did have costumes on her. Maybe, we maybe should they had the music playing. Maybe we should get her in on an interview sometime. <laughs> no, that's unlikely. I think I'd rather shoot for the Leroy Jenkins guy first. Ah, uh, yes. At least he's local. I'd like to stay away from her. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just creepy. I, it's like, you know, a lot of people say sad. It's more creepy to me. I just, I just can't see a person that thinks of themselves that way. And yeah, I just, I mean, I, I'm sure she had a fantastic relationship with her father. That was the first thing I thought. was That was probably the best, most nurtured little girl ever, you know? I mean, and she Can't just... Can't get what you just, want, baby? You sick. She's just gone on to, bigger you know, and better bigger things, and better yeah. things. And, uh, maybe. I don't know. Just, <laughs> I, don't know. Just, I, guess, I guess the thing that just struck me was it just, just blew me away. I mean, if... if you know... It just blows me away that somebody would be that desperate for, you know, an epic mount. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I, like I said, I always used to bash people who used to buy gold, you know, or buy in-game items and stuff like that. But you know what? I don't even care so much about that anymore. When you have somebody willing to sell their body for an in-game item, I mean, where is it? <laughs> You know, where, what's the next level, you know? It's like, I'm willing to trade my baby for for an epic mount or whatever, you know? I'm willing to sell my, you know, I'm willing to sell my car. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give, I'll, I'll trade you my car for 5,000 in-game gold, you know? It's like, you know, how far are you going to take it? I mean, you know, I guess they would. I mean, I guess the car, yeah. I guess selling your car or your home or... You know, or like if you had like a plasma TV that you had, but you know, you felt like, oh God, I'm so desperate. I need to have this, I need to have this epic mount. I think I'll sell my plasma TV to somebody for some in-game gold, you know? And for me as a noob, I just don't even get the context. I cannot see how incredibly amazing this faster f means of transportation really is. To just no, I, th I think no, I just well, don't know. I mean, I just well, can't then... grasp the concept of, you know, purchasing, you know, something with sex what's so funny is she's a druid right and so this is the epic flying mount generic right right and I mean they, don't druids they, get their own yeah they they added a epic flying form for yeah druids. So, so she essentially but screwed I, some guy for really no reason I don't know whatsoever. what the cost is though for it might be that they I can't remember what the if the if the cost is actually so much for the mount or the flying skill oh, I don't right, know right. I don't know it it's could just, be that she still had to spend that much gold. It's just but so that's not the point. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, and on Craigslist, you know, I mean, right? I mean, you're actually like whoring yourself out on Craigslist.com, yeah. like your like your property it's or something anonymous. like that. But yeah, I do like the I do love her follow up success story where she <laughs> calls everyone jackasses and and, and she uh, got, she got her mount and she got laid. Twice, or she's going to, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's that, that that's just beautiful. You know, I mean, it's like, how, how far are we going to take this? I, I think mean, a guild needs to be started for sex for mounts. For what? <laughs> uh, yeah, sex like, for X guild. Sex for X. So, ba so actually what it would be, what you're, what you're saying is that there needs to be a pimp with a bunch of... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> with a yes. bunch of online hoes. Yes. And that that's how your guild would make its money. Was Hell you yeah. know your your guild serves no other purpose except to provide provide people with the with the with the flesh for I fantasy. Forget this cyber crap. I want the it's real a hell thing. of a good way to launder money. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could do it in game. You could be yeah. just like. Hell yeah, they yeah. never be. They'd never really be able to track it. No. Then you just, you know, work with like one of the gold farming companies to <laughs> cash out. Right. <laughs> of course, your moral high ground would be pretty well. Well, when you're get, when you're at that size point, of a <laughs> when you're at that point, you have no there moral is no ground. Yeah, there's I mean, no there's ground. There's, more like there's a, no ground at all. Moral depression or <laughs> valley. It's canyon. a sinkhole. Moral. <laughs> <laughs> pit yeah that's that's pretty cool that's classy so this round table turned out to be a lot more solemn than I expected yeah yeah it was I guess we're just kind of shocked by it no I don't know I mean it's just one of those crazy things where you know I mean it's too crazy to not be true for one I mean at first when I when I when I first started hearing about this I was like this has got to be a joke yeah, I did too. I, I didn't. You know, this has got to be a joke. This can't be real. But you know what? Thinking about it, I mean, thinking about the extremes that, you know, you hear about ha what happens in, like, Korea, you know, like a lot of the Korean gangs, you know, go out and oh, yeah. actually physically hurt people for Somebody. doing something bad to them in game, you know? Yeah. StarCraft tournaments. Yeah, you right. know, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like you hear stuff like that, and then, and then you see this, and it's like, is it really that far fetched? Well, you know, I guess not, but. You know, I guess that's the sad part about it. Yeah. It's really not so shocking that you couldn't say, yeah, this probably did happen. Nah. Oh, well, anyway. I don't know. I, I think it was an interesting discussion, just something fun to bring up. And, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, somebody will even take it to a higher level. That's what I want. <laughs> I want the next level. What then is the next talk level? Talk about that. I will kill whoever you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're for, talking about, like, real-life assassinations. Level you know, my for... pathetic warrior from 60 to 70. God, I know. It's just... God, where, where, does it, where does it go from here? Yeah, it can only go down. Really. <laughs> really. Yeah. Right on, guys. Good roundtable discussion. And if you, and if you the listeners out there, want to make your input, go to channelmassive.com. Leave your comments there. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, due to technical difficulties, we were unable to get to our rant. Last time. Last week. But this time, we'll try harder. Yeah, you know. Well, that, well we got to it. <laughs> it just wasn't we got ready for to public it. consumption. No, yeah, it for many that. reasons. If you didn't mind the <laughs> noise, yeah, the this is a message from, from the, the future. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm recording this, so. Maybe I should start over. Oh, okay. No, 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 it's Wait, fine. Wanna you want to keep it? It's okay. fine. All right. Surely this will be edited out and no one will ever hear it. Damn um, you. So I think we will be ranting about quests this time around. Yeah. Fucking and, stupid quests. And how they can be very underwhelming. Damn quests. Kind of ties into the whole lore thing that we talked about. Yeah. In the other episode, Who needs lore we talked about whether quests. that was worthwhile or not, and you know whatever we you may feel the quality or creativity that goes into the lore. It's not much creativity going into the quest these days. I think we'll all agree on that. Well, I think yeah, I think what happens is the bar gets raised by someone or something, and then every 
everything else pales in comparison. So I don't know if I feel that way because when we played City of Heroes, um, it was the same problem. The quest seemed kind of cool at first until it ended up being it was always the same quest no matter what. I think yeah, it's the repetition, right? It's but what Warcraft is going for it is that every once in a while they have something really funny or creative or, or novel, but there's all those few moments that are really cool are surrounded by much of the other. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the best that we can hope for. Well, that was the thing about the Lord of the Rings, the new Lord of the Rings one, where they just went all out on the PvE aspect, I think, for instance, the quests. I, you know, and Jason can speak to this much better than I can, but I was blown away by that quest from the very beginning. I thought, this is totally cool. You know, I'm like, t- I'm accompanying a major character right now. Right. Then th- those have those quests those are pretty epics fun. and stuff. Those are yeah. Cool. I mean, uh, those first epic quests that you do, especially, are really you know neat. They're engrossing because and there's all the scripted stuff going yeah. on. You know, walls are collapsing, or you know, um, what is it? The one where that there's like a whole a whole building collapses on this one guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it's just incredibly cool. Yeah, those are fun, you know, and those are those are neat little, you know, I wouldn't say that they're, you know, huge. I mean, they're they're just epic in the sense that they're telling the story. I mean, they're yeah. not, they're not it, necessarily they're long or anything, but they're immersive. You know, there's a point to them. You know, you're 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 basically most of the time you're protecting somebody, and you know, like a major quest NPC. Um, in the instance while you're doing it, and, and you know it doesn't feel like you're just dragging along through the through the quest. It seems like it's a little bit more interactive. Um, I think where a lot of the complaints come in as far as the quest system and Lord of the Rings is as guilty of it as anyone is. You know the the kill X amount of of uh, bears quest or the gather X amount of this quest, or bring me the head of this of the orc leader, whatever you know. Quest that those kind of quests, you know, they're they're prevalent in all these games these days, and it's just uh, getting a little old, I think. I mean, you know, I, I you know, game designers seem to have this, you know, they're stuck in a rut again. Like I. You know, I like to say it. You know, especially when it comes to these quests, is is that they see some. It's monkey see, monkey do. You know, and they say, oh, you know, people get these kind of quests where you have to kill x amount of things, or you have to gather x amount of things, or you have to uh, escort this NPC from here to there. You know, and, th- and those are, you know, and those are all well and good, but I mean, they get kind of boring after a while. Mm-hmm. Um. I like some of the things the Lord of the Rings did do, you know, like I, you know, like you mentioned the the instance, the, you know, storyline kind of quest. I also I think some of the the things that they did in the Shire were kind of neat with the whole the the pie running things, which are kind of yeah. separate, kind of separate quests that you don't have to do, <coughs> but you can, you know, to do, you know, to get trait the traits and stuff like that. Those are kind of fun little. They're almost like a little side game, almost to you know try to be able to do those kind of things, which are kind of neat. Um, it's just uh, you know I, I I think quests need to be some something needs to be done, something needs to be changed to make you know the quests better. You know, uh, just listening to you talk about that, it kind of reminds me of the conversation that I 
had very recently about, I guess what ties into my biggest issue with massively multiplayer online games, and that is that they are persistent and they are forever and you can join whenever you want and you're going to be guaranteed some kind of experience. And it's kind of got this um, Tinkerbell quality to it and that you, the more that you believe in it and the more that you want to get into it, the more you'll enjoy it. Yeah. But if you go in there more passively, hoping for an experience that's akin to uh, like a console role-playing game or a, a single-player game that has a finite ending, you're not going to get it. And I think that's what ties into these quests is, you know, I, was, I was <laughs> got kind of tired of reading the lore when it came to the quests in the beginning of Warcraft because they're like, oh, well, there's this environmental issue or since this happened, the wolves have overrun. Right. And if you if you kill six wolves, it's going to make a huge difference. And you know, it's <laughs> Killing and six wolves isn't going to do jack squat. Because God they never go away. They stay there because the world has to stay exactly the same and everybody has to be able to go down the same path. And I, these online games, I guess it's kind of about, it's more about the journey than the ending or whatever, and it's, it's what you make of it. But sometimes I'm, I'm just like, I'm not in the mood for this crap because I know it's just crap. It doesn't mean anything. It's just something to fill my time. And it just right. gets old because the, you know there's no end. You're going to get through some contrived storyline that somebody else is going to follow right behind you. It just, it's, it's kind of, it's, it feels pointless. It feels kind of defeating. And something that, also went through my mind when I was thinking about all this just a second ago. Jason and I were talking about earlier how Battlestar Galactica, the TV show, is apparently only lasting for one more season. Oh yeah, that's right. We both that's feel it, huh? is highly disappointing. I, I'm, I mean, I'm only on the second season and I'm already disappointed yeah. because I love the show so much. But I also think, what if that kind of mentality was applied? to a massively multiplayer online game where there's some kind of timed element to it that we're going to make this game and it's going to be great but it's only going to last for three years and in the first year this is what the storylines are going to be about and then it's going to build up the second year and it's going to build up the third year and there's going to be the end and then that's it. At least you, you'd feel like you're working towards something if you knew there was going to be an end coming rather than right. waiting for yeah, the game that's to ultimately interesting, peter that, that is a out. very interesting point. No, I, I, kinda, I, I like where you're going with that because then it would be like, okay, you know, it, it wouldn't be so much of a individual quest type thing. It would be more of a uh, server-wide effort uh, into getting something accomplished. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wouldn't be like, you know, my, it, you know, unfortunately, I think, you know, it, was, it would almost fail because people are more concerned about their individual goals and their, and their you know, their armor. Oh, we've seen that before. Like the whenever they have those like you know special seasonal events for like City of Heroes or something. Right, right. I like mean, you can't get anybody to cooperate. No, and no. It's like if you just cooperate, we could do this, you know. But it's me, 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 you know. Or yeah. then some super high level guy comes into the zone and ruins it for everybody. <laughs> kills yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Kills the unique like, spawned monster. Yeah, because he's like a, a obviously the only one who's who has the powers capable yeah. of. Of killing this thing off or whatever, and but you know, it just turns into a joke. I think that's always been the tough thing to do is to find some kind of way to make you feel important and that you're impacting the world because you're not. You're obviously not. There's no doubt that you're not. Yeah. I mean, you know, you haven't logged in for your your new Borlock for almost a month now, and the world is still 
going. The world is still the same. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't it's, changed. You know, and it's and I can pick up right where I left off. Yes, as if nothing happened. Yeah, everybody you know, will that, still be and there. And that's all well and good. I, I guess you know one thing I'd like to see in quests is is that like you wouldn't have a quest like handed down to you necessarily. Like a quest would just happen. You know, and it, like so many different things could trigger it. For instance, you know, like say you just happen to run into like this wandering PC NPC out in the wilderness somewhere. You know, and like emergent AI kind of thing. Where yeah, you know, just some kind of you know, be some random event. Even I mean, it wouldn't be you know, it's not something that everybody would get. You know, it would just be like a quest. You know, that would. And it would start you down this crazy path, you know, which would eventually lead you to where I don't know. But you know, it wouldn't be you know, it wouldn't be necessarily tailored to every single player. You know, it, you know, not every single player would have the same quest, or even if he did run into the same NPC somehow, yeah, he'd run them off into a totally different direction, and they'd go off on their own, cool. their own journey. You know, for instance, I mean, you know, I I don't know, it's just. I wish the quests were more dynamic. Well, you know, City of Heroes kind of did that. And it got repetitive still. No, that, no, it wasn't emergent behavior, but it, there was right. definitely some randomization where it's like, defeat the fifth column in the warehouse with the <laughs> Pepsi machine on the right when you come in. <laughs> right, and right. You know. We know about that all too well. Kill the skull, kill the skulls and destroy their drug, their drug. Yeah. And it wasn't exactly like the same quest that the other guy did, but so generic. But if you could have something unique, you know, that'd be cool. I don't know. I just think that there needs to be something like, you know, you're not necessarily, you know, granted, I mean, you kind of want to have some kind of direction while you're playing the game. And I think that's part, that's kind of part of where, you know, I think Turbine almost tried to have the right idea when they made Ashran's Call 2 because there really wasn't a whole lot of direction. There are hardly any quests. There were hardly any quests but... Really? Really? Very few. But but if they could have took if they could have took you, if they could have just pushed you a little bit and not just shove you all the way down you know what I'm saying? I mean you don't have to shove somebody all the way down and tell them okay you gotta kill X amount of this and do this and this and this you know, it's like every quest is now laid out for you. You know, it's like and you have, and every website has a guide on. Oh yeah, that's every quest and how you do it and where the quest location is at and where this NPC is at to get this quest and blah 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 blah. What I'd like is I'd like to have some kind of just dynamic environment to where. Oh, I know, totally see where you're going. I mean, it's it's like you're trying to recreate like. You know, most of these games are in a fantasy setting, right? And in a typical yeah. high fantasy kind of setting, you know, it's going to have two, three, four core characters, right? And they're going to interact. Right. And at some point, they're off doing separate things, and they can tell you about their adventures. And and in that, in those adventures, nobody ever did the same thing. <laughs> you know, they all yeah, exactly. You this know, guy like, was in the Temple of Dread, and this guy was, you know, crossing the the Forsaken Sea, and this guy was doing this thing and then they get together and they do something and that's unique too but nobody else in the books did that either exactly and, and I'd love to see I'd love to see something like that happen to where say you know 
you know, say I'm the I'm the dwarf character or whatever, and and say like a Hobbit character from the Shire was off doing this and this and this, and you know what you know what you'd almost have to do is um, something kind of like Oblivion is set up to where no matter where you go, the monsters and stuff and difficulty are scaled to you. Right. Right. So. Uh, you know, but the only problem is there's multiple characters, but you'd have to figure something out like that because you could go off in a direction and do something, but, like, in all these games, you know, it's all zone-based pretty much. I mean, all the contemporary MMOs, right, right. everything's zone-based, so you don't go, you don't stray too far from this zone until you're this level, but that's constricting everybody into very set and common areas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? You need something... You basically need the... the the computer to tell a story for you, you know. Almost, it's almost. Kind of I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you would program something like that. I'd almost. Well, it's you know. I, I think the only the only designer out there who could probably maybe figure out a solution to it all would be um, maybe Sid Meier. <laughs> you know, somebody like that. You know, I mean, you got to come up. You got to find somebody out there with. You mean not that forty thousand developed developer uh, racing game? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Top was, secret. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you, you just you, there would have to be. It would take an ingenious mind to be able to just try to find some way to to converge the massively multiplayer role playing experience and and turn it into. And turn it into something different instead of this standardized quest system that every game is running right yeah. now, where you know it's just it's the same boring type of quest over and over and over again. The one that I'm kind of looking forward to that's still nothing groundbreaking, but it's better is um, you know the Warhammer game is all about PvP, right? Right. And they have these quests that are world quests where everybody in the area is all contributing to the same quest at the same time or you know if you elect to and so you could kill one thing out of the say thousand that you have to slaughter and you'd get one one thousandth of the of the experience and well see in world of warcraft did have something like that kind of i mean it was but it was you know it was more of a gathering kind of of yeah 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 for the opening the gates or whatever right you know and so you had to like Fish, you know, a certain amount of fish and cloth, and cloth, and but this is like this is like from the get go available, and right, it's right. like you know, it gets you into the PvP mindset. You know, you're right, the realm versus realm, yeah, you know, thing, which I really liked. With the you know, that was one of the cool things about Dark Age Camelot was the whole realm versus realm thing, and you know how you were able to. You know, you were able to capture, you know, certain relics of the other side oh, yeah. benefited the entire realm. You know, things of that nature. So, I mean, there's some progress, but yeah, for a sweeping total re-architecture of the whole... Yeah, I mean, concept. it really would It really would cause, you know, it, it, would, it would basically require an upheaval of everything that we know yeah, today. I just don't see how you could have, like that kind of uniqueness and not just have everything be instanced. You yeah. know, it's like, it's a single player game that is only multiplayer when you form a party. 
you know. As right, I'm not even not saying so much that it's like because if you, you know, if you interact with somebody else during that thing, you could say you could tell this person I need help with this. Or what? Well, what about you know, what they're and, saying with um with the Age of Conan? What they plan on doing with that? Where it's like the first forty levels or whatever are all single. That's yeah, that's kind of weird. I mean, and then you then you branch out. So, you know, that might be kind of cool. Wasn't Guild Wars like that too, or isn't Guild Wars like that? Like you have to do eight. Like you can either jump in at sixteen. You can start at a level twenty and twenty in like yeah, or you can do uh, or otherwise like the first eight levels or something. First or sing you can, you can group pretty early on. I just thought it's there was some weird. game that required you to be single player other than Conan. Oh, the first X levels. I'm not sure. I yeah, I don't. I'm not sure, but kind of an interesting concept. But yeah, I think quests just could get better. I mean, they are. I mean, everything's getting a little better with each iteration. Just we just haven't taken a. We haven't like taken a. We haven't taken that next jump. You know, to the. You, I, I think, kind of getting back to what Jason was leading towards when he talked about Astron's call. To I wouldn't mind fewer quests if there were more rewards for just going around and exploring and, and killing randomly random stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, just discovering stuff. Yeah, see, and I, that's what, you know, I, you know, I don't know why, but I think part of me is becoming more of a explorer mm-hmm. as opposed to achiever, I guess, in, in the you know, in the grand scheme of things. I like to explore. I like to check things out. I like to be places where nobody else has been or, or ever, even ever seen before, you know. Even if it means that I die doing it. <laughs> just to do it. You know, just to say that, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. I've seen this. You know, no, I don't think anybody else has seen this place before. Yeah. No, that's a cool feeling to kind of be, be out there. Pretty cool. Totally. But, well, that's all the rant power I have left. Yeah, I have no rant power either. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, if any developers are listening, I don't know. I guess our, our rant is is that, you know, quit quit just doing the standard quest crap. Quit <laughs> doing the kill X amount of crap. Quit doing the escort this piece NPC here to here crap. Come up with something. Use your minds. You know, be make it more dynamic for us. You know, and I think it'll it'll be a richer world um, experience. You know, a gaming world would be a richer experience because of it. I mean, it would just be, you know, it'd be a it, it would take a total. It'll it'll it's going to take a total shift in thinking to do. Yeah, I don't think anybody's come up with anything. But I don't think I don't think we're anywhere it's, close. Yeah, we're tough challenge. It's still basically like, I mean. MMOs right now are still basically MUDs with graphics engines. Right. And a vector positioning system. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's all, you know, if you just were to read your combat dialogue box, it's just like a MUD, you know? It's true. Um, so we haven't really. We haven't really moved. come that far, if you think. Not with these, <laughs> no. Not like a lot of other games have. But cool. That's that's pretty good rant. Yeah. So for our um, updates and patches segment, I just wanted to be more of a, if possible, fanboy to Blizzard than I already am, and just you say a Blizzard fanboy. Just say grats on the uh, spam filter. It was spam filter. It explain. Was getting, explain. 
Elaborate. Well, you kind of had checked out already um, for your Lord of the Rings excursion, but the spam has been just horrible. Um, you're just getting like unsolicited whispers. Like in an hour, you'll get, you know, depending on. Oh, from like gold farmers? Yeah, yeah, unsolicited gold farmers spam. You'll get. You were getting, before the the 2 1 patch or whatever, you're getting like, uh, I don't know, 5 to 10 an hour. And. And the thing was, it was it would just fill up your whole chat window too, with like you know blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. with poorly worded English. I didn't even find it in like my mail and stuff. Like. Yeah, and and mail would come too, and so Blizzard said, "Well, we'll do something about that." And people were already making really cool add-ons, which was really neat. To uh-huh. like, they had a spam assassin, which is actually a real honest to god spam filter, server side spam filter, or you can do it as a client for regular, you know, Windows mm-hmm. and Linux and stuff like that, but they had actually made one called that. There was, there was a couple of different spam filters they'd come up with. But so Blizzard built it in, and, and what it does is it rate limits whispers. So when you log in, you you can whisper people, but not at in an incredible, beyond humanly possible rate. So you couldn't, like, Well, I don't know. Whisper. I could type pretty fast, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting you couldn't exceed their threshold. Cool. But it, right. So that works pretty well. Then the other thing they did is they set it up to where, like, those um, trial accounts, they can only whisper people who've whispered them. Nice. So they can't initiate the whispers. Right. So that was another okay. good thing. Then the other neat thing is you can, you can like, um, click on the person's name who's spammed you with one of these whispers, and there's a there's a like little option to report them automatically, so you can insta report them. Nice. And um, so it was really cool for about a week, and now in the cities, people in the general for- the general like say and stuff like that are spamming there. Oh now. no! So this when you go into a city, it's just full of you know the spam. Dude, that messages. is so incredibly lame. Yeah, and it's just it is just so incredibly annoying to you know, get spammed with this you know, I don't really want to buy gold. I, I really don't, you know. I've found out it's pretty darn easy to make it. You know, there's a couple of different ways to do it. You can make enough gold to pretty well equip yourself and that's that, you know. If right. you, if you're having real problems just roll a hunter end of story. Right. You'll, you'll have all the gold you've ever wanted. But uh, you know, it's just it's just it's just sad that these guys keep coming up with ways to work around it. So now I don't know if they're going to raise. So you limit. just keep trying to keep trying to work around, like you know, I mean, I guess they're trying. You know, it's turned into a business for them. You know, it is a legitimate. So. Well, it is a business for for these guys. They uh, it, it's big money. Um, you know, and it's not all like Chinese or like it's not all Chinese gold farmers. They're no, American no. companies. They've got. They've got a lot of money in this. They've got, you know, big networks of people who are, you know, either getting the gold or, you know, right, buying, right. selling, trading, whatever. Um, you know, because there's so many servers, you'd have to have some kind of a network put together to do it. So it's 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 pretty big deal. But, you know, all that aside, I just think it was a really cool system that they came up with to at least inhibit it, you know. So are they able to stop the mail from coming? Yeah, I haven't got any mail since they did it. I just remember, like, every once in a while I'd, like, log on and I'd see, like, oh, crap, I got this piece of crap mail from somebody that I don't even know, and I'd open it up and I'd be like, oh, what the fuck is this crap? Yeah, I used to always want to try and COD those guys, (laughs) like a gray item for, like, 500 gold just in case they did an open all or something like that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, 
you know, it's got to be so many I couldn't even have fun like that. So, <laughs> um, the only thing I'm wondering now, which would be a cool feature, and you, you guys will find this ironic, but uh, what I really like now is if you see a bot, if you could do the same thing, click their name, right click, and auto submit them instead of having to actually like summon a GM. Oh, right. Because right. there are so many now that I've run into. I don't know if they're getting, you know, gearing up for another bust on them or what, mm -hmm. but like level 40 to 60, I just saw tons. Really? Tons out there. Huh. You know, going in their little figure eights or whatever. Huh. And they're always. Uh, this time around, they were always Alliance, which was unfortunate because that's what I was playing. <laughs> so I couldn't even kill them. But I could, like, start attacking whatever they were going to attack, and then they'd finish it off, and I'd get the experience. Right, right. So I was doing that a little bit. Well, that's creative. Well, you know, anything to <laughs> make Boost somebody's life worse. <laughs> life worse, you know. But, <laughs> um, but anyway, the other part of this segment, Jason was going to talk about the Lord of the Rings patch. Ah, yes. Uh, in fact, in uh, about two days, two days, uh, there will be the uh, free update for Lord of the Rings Online. It's called uh, Book Nine, Shores of e Evendim. Evendim? I don't know. You say Evendim, I say Evendim. You say tomato, I say tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. Anyway, <laughs> um, basically some of the new features um, involved are going to open up a uh, new region um, called Evendim. Um, I guess uh, it's like uh, north of the Shire. Um, there's a huge lake there. Apparently, I'm kind of interested to see what this, you know, this area will look like. It'll, you know, there'll be probably like abandoned cities and stuff like that, and a whole bunch of new monsters. Apparently, is going to be there. They said there's like going to be like about a hundred hmm. more quests to do. Jeez. I don't know if it's just you know inclusive of that zone or not. I can't imagine that, but. Um, it should be pretty interesting. Um, there's also going to be a new raid dungeon, apparently, um, where there's like this huge dragon. Oh, right it. on. Yeah, it's like, going to be like a 24-player raid. They doing anything with music? Uh, yes, yes. Um, the music system was already pretty cool. Yeah. Um, however, um, apparently the, the music system is going to add a couple of instruments. You're going to be able to play like drums. No. And a bass. No. Yeah, you're gonna be. Yeah, right now you could play like a flute and a oh, regular wow. lute and stuff like that. I think they also have like a horn instrument, um, but now you could play like a drums and a uh, bass, uh, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, and they'll also yeah. allow you. Apparently, there's like a notation system. No. And what what that'll allow you to do is that's going to allow you to compose music offline. And then upload it to your character in the game, nice. so you can play no. like, so you can have your character and crank out like, uh, I don't oh. know, Stairway to Heaven or That's whatever it. you want. I'm gonna have to buy <laughs> it. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to switch over and play. <laughs> Actually, and you know, and I only mention this because it, it happened in game, and I think this guy had a hack to do it, but he maybe he may have been testing out what they were doing. I don't know exactly what it was, but I was in the auction house one night. And this guy broke out. He broke out a horn, and he started playing. And it, you know, it was just normal playing. It didn't sound like anything. And then all of a sudden, he busts out into the Super Mario Brothers theme, and it was like <laughs> spot on flawless. I swear to God, it was amazing. No. I was like, everybody in the auction house is like, "What the hell? How are you doing this, dude?" <laughs> and everybody's like, "You, you rock!" And I mean, it, seriously, it was really well done, you know. But he had to have been using some kind of outside wow. program to do it. That's for him. really cool, though. 
Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. But but anyway, apparently you're actually going to be able to just do that. Um, wow. Yeah, you're able to compose music and, and then upload it to your character. Uh, that's definitely going to be something that I'm going to want to test out. Well, nobody's done anything like that. Because, yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, that's just so cool. Yeah. You that's know, that's just so cool in game. If you could, like, gather, like, some people in your kinship and just, like, create, like, your own online band or whatever. Huh, that's really cool. You know, I just think that would be kind of a neat thing to do, just for the hell of it. Wow. So are the alternate instruments, do you, you can use those as you run around to well, make your music? Well, as a bard, uh, bards could actually, I think, bards can play more instruments, not bards, hmm. but minstrels. Minstrels can play more, in, more instruments than anyone, hmm. I think, and I think that's just part of the game. That's Does cool. playing different instruments mean different spells, or is it just some purely aesthetic? No, no, it's just aesthetic. You know, no. it's just it's just something to do. You know, but it's like one of the really cool things to do. I mean, I actually tried to figure out how to play like uh, "Over the Hills" and and "Beyond" by Led Zeppelin like <laughs> the other night. I was like trying to practice it, but I couldn't quite get it down. You know, just because oh, I cool. I couldn't figure out the keys and stuff that well. Um, I'd really like to see the animation of switching in between a little drum and the sword. And one of the other, the one of the last things um, I'll mention about this next patch is apparently there's going to be like a collectible armor set, hmm. you know, something like out, out of the World of Warcraft where, you know, you have like an armor set, you know, that has oh, certain like a tier bonuses. Or yeah, and then... You know, you combine all the armors set. together, and then you, you know, you get bonuses. Oh, and you have like, you know, cool. so many of, uh, you know, so many pieces of that armor. Thank you, Diablo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you know, if it's one thing that Lord of the Rings does really well is it copies, you know, pretty much every other game out there. But well, hey, you know, you got to give them credit; they've done yeah. a really well, really good job with it. Oh, that's great. Well, cool. That's it. We're gonna. So for this episode, uh, the noob segment, Noah has been going through a great deal of personal changes as he <laughs> metamorphosizes from a caterpillar into a butterfly. Whoa. Well, actually, no, he uh, he's changed jobs and moved. Uh, yeah. Since yeah. The last, he has had a busy since week. The last, uh, That's really it's busy been month. a busy freaking yeah. year. It's been a yeah. busy month. I'll tell you so. what. So true. And he has this uh, massive art collection. We won't be giving his address out or anything. <laughs> Five, two, three, but, uh, East 42nd Street. I know moving that and <laughs> getting it all set up was yeah, not trivial. Yeah, thank you guys so much. That trivial. Such a huge difference. Yeah, we were the uh, we were the movers. The workhorses. And all I got out of it was a bunch of beer. I got two Mountain Dews. Oh, well, hey, it works cool. for me. Yeah. But anyway, so because he's been busy uh, for the noob segment I think we'll talk about my noobish experiences in Outland ah yeah see, that, that, that's a great noob segment because, because I definitely you've never done that before no, you've never achieved no level 60 before no no <laughs> and I kind of part of me wanted to just stay in the old world and feel pretty cool you know but yeah. but what fun would that be, right? Yeah, but all my friends are out there, you know, in Outland running the instances and raids. So, well, tell us about your your first experience. Did you did you actually go through the portal? Yeah. So what I did was I um I actually didn't go early because I'm a warrior and warriors are hor horribly gimped right now for uh, soloing, in my opinion. Still. Yeah. Still gimped. I, I mean, I mean, you can do it, but you have to you. 
you know, when you... And you're pretty well geared out, aren't you? Yeah, I had some... I had a couple of epics, and everything else was blue. Right. You know, I mean, I I wasn't, like, you know, some kind of... I had a pretty good budget because of other characters and stuff, so I wasn't, uh, you know... Because of me, too. I think I dropped some gold on you. you, (laughs) When you failed, uh, I scored pretty good. Right. um, So, yeah, I, I, I was... I was geared well, and I was specced, you know, for what you're supposed to do to, to grind through this stuff. I, I, I was arms up to 45, I think, and then right. I switched to Fury, and it didn't work out so well, so I switched back to arms, which is arms is the one where you have the gigantic two-handed weapon usually. Right, right. And Fury is usually for, like, dual wielding or whatever, so I tried that. I did everything but protection spec, mm-hmm. which I knew would really be slow for... So I have, you know, on my interface, as you know, I, I have one of everything running at any time. And <laughs> one of the things that I have is, like, a combat timer, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just curious, you know, I, I could go after one of these mobs or the equivalent of one of these mobs with, like, my hunter, you know, and do, like, be done with the mob in five seconds. Right. And with my warrior, the average time was, like, 20 to 30 seconds. Whoa. So that gives you an idea of how That's long it how takes. Gimps and then when ads are. come in, there's no way to, you know, control it. Well, know. yeah, you can't feign death. You can't. Um, you don't can't have a pet. Them. You can't fear them. <laughs> you, well, you can do a little fear thing, but oh, it's right, not. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, not, it's nothing like a. So you're, you know, I don't mean to just whine, but uh, really, <laughs> it's a little harder. But you are whining. So, so what I did was I, I, I didn't go into Outland until I hit sixty because okay. I didn't want to go there at like level fifty-five or fifty-six right. or something like that. I wanted to be full on sixty so I could go and start working through the quests. And uh, so yeah, so I went through the portal. It was pretty cool, you know. It's gigantic there on the horizon. I'd always, I'd been, I'd been in the the zone there, the blasted lands or whatever. I'd been there, uh, you know, a few times before doing right, quests, right. but I'd never, you know, ventured that quite that far. So that was pretty cool to go there. I was like, wow, it's beautiful. The sky is all neat, you know. There's this, mm-hmm. this cosmicy kind of look, like oh, from yeah. the Silver Age of comic books or something. It's really cool. And, um, got my first few quests. The first one was fairly easy but then after that I had to go take out all these different orcs and and they were all like 61 or 60 killing orcs and they how were, dare you and they were and they were aggroing on me I mean they could sense As my should. my weak my weak little warrior <laughs> and they you know I instant within the first like 20 minutes I was out of bandages and I was, and I was, and I had, I'd gone in kind of, I hadn't done much with my cooking. You know, I had it at 300, but I hadn't, I hadn't found the new recipes yet for the new zone. So right. I wasn't, I wasn't making food. So I was out of food and my bandages were all gone. So then it got even slower between oh, mobs. Man. And okay. I just, it just was really a pain. So Did you I res- to quit. No, I, I quit. Well, I quit that night. <laughs> then I came back and I, I respect yet again. To try to, which was a little how bit much more. Gold, how much gold have you, are you up to as far as your respecting goes? Oh, uh, at least 75 gold. Jesus Christ. So I, I did like Fury with a little more protection to hopefully, you know, take. I just have the bare minimum of the protections back, but um, some of the Fury stuff to try and hopefully make the killing of the mobs a little quicker, and, but not get quite so beaten up. And. Mm-hmm. That didn't go so well for me either. So then <laughs> no. I I just reached out to my guildies and I said, hey, you know, I got this instance here. I can run, you know, do a dungeon. You guys feel like doing it just for old time's sake? Because they, they did, you know, they 
basically went from 60 to 70 like the first two weeks right. the, the expansion was out so they said yeah yeah let's go do that so we we with four of us we pretty well blew through an instance except you know i was i was a warrior but i wasn't tanking because if right. anything if i actually did hold aggro i was <laughs> you know <laughs> instantly obliterated so so uh i was like the off tank which was pretty cool and uh, i hadn't really done that in a in a you know where i was feeling this much danger before mm -hmm. you know so we did the ramparts um instance which is the first one and i thought well if i do this about three more times i could get to 61 and uh <laughs> so so like you're stuck doing instances is what yeah i think so me. i think i'm just gonna spec pure protection oh, and just do man. instances until until i get about four levels up when i hit 64 then i'll start doing the quest that i should have been able to do at 60 or that's if i was a hunter or a see, warlock that is 50. so that's that's so lame though i mean it sounds monotonous it is it's tedious i mean you it's know? really just it doesn't sound like i mean especially for warriors it doesn't sound like they're, they're it's not our heyday you know it's really you know, not a good time you know to be how, a warrior, you know how when the game came out and chamois are all overpowered and they were, you know, the... Yeah, the, they, everybody was like... Everybody mm -hmm. wanted to be an enhancement chamois or right, whatever. Right, We're like the opposite of that. We're the... We're the... We're the, 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 the class, class, class that, that the Blizzard forgot. Play, yeah. And I've read on the... I was reading on the forums about people who are abandoning their warriors at this point. They're getting just frustrated. Right. And they're just playing... They're leveling up something else. And then, like, if if the other character doesn't have anything to do or maybe they're trying to get a lot of rested experience then they'll they'll fire up their warrior and do an instance run or something right and it's so, like that's not what i wanted to do i wanted to get this guy up to 70 and start working on karazhan and all those you know really high-end dungeons and stuff but uh, you know i think every game probably has one of those totally gimped classes that nobody wants to play anymore you know it's it actually i think in lord of the rings online like it's like the lore master class it's like facing like just a real backlash from the community right now because their pets don't hold enough aggro and yeah you know they don't do enough damage they could do some you know c crowd control type things but you know if, if they tried to solo some of the stuff that i did as a guardian you know they'd be dead yeah like in a heartbeat you know it's just not you know they can't they can't take a lot of damage you know it's well, that's how I feel. I'm like a warrior, and I yeah. Could, I mean, I you'd could, figure a warrior of all so classes I, I would could, be able to take some damage. I mean, I could go protection spec and take yeah, the damage, but then, but then it's going to take me a minute to kill anything. Yeah. So, you know, and this is my noob question for the noob segment. Do you feel that this is by design because the game designers believe? Once you get to this high level, you shouldn't be going solo. You should just always be doing groups. Or do you think it's a, a yeah, see a that's flaw bogus though because design. that totally contradicts how everything I'm that asking you've learned. Mark. I understand. I understand that, <laughs> sure. but it does contradict everything that you've learned up to that point. Well, it sounds like yeah. other classes can still solo, and that's where the discrepancy is: is that other classes can solo at this high level, but you can't. Right. Which would force you to be in a group, whereas yeah. other people don't have to be in groups. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I think I think the warrior just doesn't perform well in PvE at this level for solo. I think in a group you're great, because you, you just need a healer. You don't have any heals unless you're like a Draenei, you know, yeah. which is a racial, and that's only like a heal over time. You don't really have any way to heal yourself. You know, you mm -hmm. can drink potions, but you can drink one every two minutes. 
Um, you, you know, if, or if you have a trinket, you know, I have a trinket that'll. Yeah, they're help. all all the potions are on the same timer, pretty much, aren't they? Yeah, and like, like you know, I mean, unless you had like a warlock buddy giving you a, you know, like a health stone or something, then that'd be on a separate time. You know, it's a ridiculous scenario where right, it actually right. works, and almost every other class has has different ways to mitigate aggro or to, to you know get away or but as a warrior you just gotta take it you just gotta take it so, you, it so you need a healer <laughs> like you need a dedicated healer with you of right. some kind you know you could do your great warriors are great for duoing pve you know they're they're perfect they're just they're just not balanced very well for solo i don't think and then for pvp that you know they're still great for that i mean i mean you would think they would try to up their their arm maybe like try to do something to maybe give them some kind of armor bonus or, or something like that so they can mitigate some of the damage that they're taking. I mean, it's just... Yeah, I think they should have a ridiculous amount of armor. Well, they should also be able to and have help. some kind of... You know, even if, like, if you're equipped... It doesn't even so much matter. Like, you should be able to... I mean, I think you're, you're able to block with your two-handed weapon, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, you can... There's a parry I chance. I mean, granted, it's not as great of a chance to block if you had a shield, yeah. but... Yeah, no, there's I a mean, parry. You, I, you know, there should be... You know, maybe they should like raise their their parry chance or their or their block or chance. dodge or or dodge even. I mean, yeah. something like that. I mean, it's just it just seems like, you know, it seems like the warriors. I mean, even when I when I stopped playing, you know, the warriors were always still complaining about. Yeah, we're know, just being so. They, it's like they shouldn't be the squishiest class on the on the planet, but yeah, you know. When I think that the problem is that the the my I mean I'm no no one to to challenge Blizzard for game design or anything. <laughs> right. But the problem I think is that the the hybrid classes can tank as well as a warrior. Or at least there's two that can. A druid and a and a pally. Properly spec. I thought that they fixed the druids so they they, able they to do that. sort of did, but they you still see them tanking. Mm -hmm. So so yeah, in theory a warrior can tank a little better. But they're they're a hybrid class. They can do everything pretty well. You right. know? So it's like what I wish they would do is give the warrior, you know, make make armor up like say like some kind of a skill and then they do have something in their talent spec but but make it ridiculous where it's like you use armor like nobody else like a pally can put on plate but he doesn't get all the benefits that a warrior does and that would make right. up for the fact that you can't heal yourself. Warriors should be able to, warriors in general should be able to move around and like plate mail armor a lot better yeah. than anybody like maybe it, maybe up their evasion skills, you know, like they can dodge right, better, right. parry better. I don't know, something to unblock better just to make it a little more fair, but what they've done instead is they've given them this ability to do damage really they can do a lot of damage if they're specced right right for pvp purposes and the reason they did that is so they can hold aggro so so you have this this class that does all this damage but can they can take a hit you know but, then, yeah. but they have to be healed all the time and right. it's like i don't know there just seems to be some kind of happy medium there that's not quite right Hmm. You know, because people complain when you're when you start doing more DPS than one of the DPS classes, right. and, and and I, you know, at some there's some specific levels where that actually works, where a warrior does do an amazing amount, especially if your arms, it's not really DPS, but it's like this burst damage, and you look at it, and you're like, holy, you know, I executed somebody for like 1,200 <laughs> points one time when mm -hmm. I was like level 30 something, you know, and it was like you shouldn't be able to do that, you know, but it, you know, you could, but the problem was. 
I got hit and was dead, and the pally was still alive. And I was right. like, dang it, if I could just heal myself <laughs> or something. But, you know, anyway. So, I, you know, to sum up my noob experience, I was, it just wasn't quite what I thought it would, it was a lot harder. It's kind of like a shock to the system <laughs> yeah. once you got out there. Yeah, I was like, man, it's really hard out here. I mean, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm just going to try and find a better spec, and re- I'm even rearranging my keys. And wow. Getting all my abilities right, and... And I think I'm just gonna probably run a bunch of instances till I hit like 64, and then then switch back. Unless you burn out. Yeah. <laughs> you <go laughs> Hobbit. Am I? Let's say we roll a Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. Then you can roll a nosy Hobbitses. <laughs> yeah. I think I want to be a NPC Hobbit that's uh, doing that. You know, just for the pie quest. If I had just log in and chase players chase around, players all day, around. I think that'd trying be to do, trying to run the pie Much quest. More satisfying. Yeah, I think so. But I will say that, you know, what I've, the little bit I've seen of Outland, it's it's beautiful. I love those damn, whatever they're called, fell, what are they, fell reapers or whatever, the giant motorized things. Oh, that yeah, those are cool. Come and kill you when you're not looking. The robots rolling yeah. around on tink treads? Yeah, that's, Super cool. those are awesome, you know, but just, I just, uh, and the bombing run quest is cool. It's this quest right off the bat where you get to fly and drop bombs from this mount. Mm-hmm. It's like a flying mountain. It goes on these these paths, and you drop these bombs on these towers and stuff. <laughs> cool. And that's pretty cool. That's that a lot of fun. fun. So I, I like I like it. It's just not quite as not the cakewalk it would be if I were. Well, do you have any other characters that are going to approach sixty? Not playing different characters. Not classes? anytime soon. No. No, I have a I have a warlock I'm working on, which the human warlock. Yeah, I, th- I have a feeling I if I played him as much as I'm playing the warrior I would get to 70 faster you would which is sad since I have a significant advantage I never never had any (laughs) when I played my warlock I never had any downtime at all no once I got to a certain point it was just yeah it was beautiful yeah he's (laughs) affliction specced and kills everything drain tanks and all the good stuff and have a have a blast with him Compared to my poor warrior, it's oh, <laughs> never going to make it. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it for my. Uh, right on, Mark. So we appreciate you. your input. Yeah. Thanks. The mod of the week this time around is yet another World of Warcraft mod because really they have so many, <laughs> and Mark has all of them installed at once. <laughs> yes, yes, I have Atlas, Cartographer, and MetaMap all at once. You know, I downloaded an alternative to Quick Loot because you said download Quick Loot and there's something. Yeah. And it sucks. It doesn't even work at all, so I need to get Quick Loot. You need Quick Loot. Have you tried any alternates to Quick Loot, or is that the only one you did? That's the only one. Yeah. It was difficult to find because it was archived. Yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, it's. That's how I ended up finding the alternate instead. A lot of people, when they loot now, they're just doing like shift click and that loots everything, and then they sort it out later. Oh, I didn't even know about that. So I think that's why that mod's not quite so popular. Uh, but I still like to see it all and then pick, you know, what I want. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, nine, 99% of the time I take everything anyway, and then I sort it out. So I, I really should just, like, learn to just shift click. But, yeah. What are you going to do? Look, you got a tip and the mod. You got a tip. <laughs> Don't do what I do. And this there's this mod called Cartographer. Um, it's yet another map mod. And um, I've been using MetaMap for quite a while, and it's pretty good. And before that, I used Atlas for the instances. Well, this 
thing is pretty cool because it's kind of like kind of like metamap with gatherer built in so it tracks your resources and things that you run into pretty well and it shares them up with your guild and everything just like gatherer but it's also a map it has instances and everything the full feature list is um well the the thing that i like it's made by one of my favorite uh, wow mod makers who is ck knight and he's the guy who did foobar and Anyone who's seen my user interface knows that I have five You've got foobar like bars five running. Levels of foobar. Yeah, I have like every single foobar <laughs> plugin there is, and I love them all. And that's how I know why my fights with my warrior takes way too long. <laughs> just keeps the little ticker just keeps going. Still in combat. Still haven't killed it. Stay on target. Stay on target. But uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool mod. It's it's modular. It's lightweight. It's built on the Ace Two library. Um, it gives you coordinates, uh, so a lot of guides and things like that will say, go to 5213, and you know, you're like, where? So this gives you a little draggable box you can put on your screen so you don't have to have the map open to see where you're, you are. It's just always oh, up. Wow. So that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's got fog light, it's called. It shows unexplored areas of the map. So if this is like your second or third character that you're playing and you, you do really know where you are and you don't really care about the whole fog of war thing where the map's grayed out, you just click this and you can see the whole map huh. and go where you want to go. Uh, it'll color code classes for raids and parties and stuff for your um, group so you can see all the different people. It's really good for the battlegrounds. You can kind of see, oh, neat all of the paladins are rushing for the flag right now <laughs> you know it's, you know, it's kind of kind of cool and no one's defending nobody's defending and there's just me and my little imp here um, so that's that's kind of a neat feature it's uh, got maps of all the instances as I said but I don't think it's as good a quality as metamap or atlas right now although it is modular so somebody could go and like do the definitive instance add-on for this add-on and basically that way you could you could get all the good maps and notes. Cool. It has a really flexible customizable note system so you can you can make all the notes you want for your maps and then you can port them to other characters or oh, that's cool. you know if you uninstall World of Warcraft or get a new system you can move it over. Nice. It has a waypoint system that's pretty cool so you you actually say you figure out where you want to go on a map you can highlight it or you can click on it and then you have this big 3D arrow that floats and keeps you pointed in the right direction. Oh, that's cool. So it's that's like crazy taxi. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, it just like it's just like the crazy taxi arrow. It's funny. Um, and again, it auto-tracks your uh, gathering for, you know, professions. So herbs, mines, all that. It saves all that on the map for you and shares it to your guild, which is pretty cool when you're, you're on and you're like such and such has just shared up this node and you know now that when you finally get to that zone you're going to already know where all the mines are, the herbs are. Right, pretty right. cool advantage. And it's got this uh, zone info thing where it'll kind of tell you, you know, about the zone you're in, you know, what instances are there, recommended level range, that kind of thing. So pretty pretty cool little mod. It's, it's pretty lightweight for a map mod and uh, I've been enjoying using it. Cool. That's cool. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for listening to episode three of Channel Massive. We've already wrapped up so quickly, and we're all the tired, all the more tired for it. Yes. But hopefully you enjoyed the episode, <laughs> and 
for the next one. We've got a, a good battle plan. We've got another Noah noob segment, although we may have some more augmenting by Mark, depending on what his experiences are in the Outlands. We'll have more Lord of the Rings impressions, provided that Jason has something, some new exciting. No, dude, I'm going to quit and start playing <laughs> Vanguard, man. Yeah, uh, one thing never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and for our rant section, we're going to talk about all those rules that you have to follow in terms of naming your character and naming your guilds and whether that's worthwhile or are people going into sensor overload and then on the round table we're going to be talking about soloing 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 in versus yeah versus playing with friends or acquaintances or pickup groups or whatever and an MMO. Mm, I just kind of groups. <laughs> kind of got tuned into that earlier when Mark and Jason were talking about the travails of playing as a warrior solo in the higher levels out in the is it the Outlands? Yeah. The Outlands. And I, I was really wondering, like, well, is that the design of the game? How much of a balance should there be between solo play versus grouping how much should the game shepherd you towards grouping or, or giving you flexibility to do whatever you want at whatever whatever level you want so that's what we'll be talking about and debating in depth intelligently next time <laughs> on next time on Channel Matthew <laughs> thanks for listening Channel Massive is an IGL production